Well, good uh, freezing cold West Texas morning from McAdoo, Texas. I'm your host, Lucas Carland with Tractor Talk. Thank you for joining me this morning if you are listening. Um, if you're not listening this morning, you listen to it at some other point in today. Just once again, thank you for listening. Um, right now, I think the only place you can listen is here on the Anchor app or on Spotify, as far as I know. I think um, people who are helping produce this podcast or whatever on the app that I'm using are working on getting it to where it can be heard on other platforms around. So if you need to find me on Spotify, I can either send you the link to find me on there or just go to the search engine on Spotify and type in Tractor Talk or just type in my name, Lucas Carland, and it'll have a picture of a guy in a tractor kind of with the sun shining through the window. Um, And that is my profile and it should have all of the segments, which are not very many yet, but Lord willing, there will be more in the future, but there's a couple of the segments on there and you are more than welcome to listen to those if you would like to and if you do not i will not be offended so anyways hope all of you guys are doing well um i hope that you are not sick with covid19 hope that you're keeping your hands washed and being sanitary and uh just you know buying up toilet paper and selling it on ebay for 65 bucks you know just because that's the smart thing to do you know just you, you might as well screw people over it, it's fine no i'm just joking that that's a joke if you didn't hear the sarcasm then you know you, you're no fun no, i'm just kidding but anyways yeah hope you are all doing well and not sick like i said hope um my brothers and sisters in christ all of you are remaining in the lord jesus remaining in the word remaining in prayer Prayer for this nation, prayer for um, the people affected by this um, pandemic, and just prayer for yourselves. Prayer just prayer just for everything because it's something that we need. And um, I I have to really discipline myself to be in the Word, be in prayer, um, because it is a challenge. It is a hard thing, you know. It's not a it's it's a struggle every day. Um, to remain in the Word, to remain um, in prayer because as people we do get lazy. Um, and we normally don't, you know, want to get up early in the morning or, um, you know, set aside a time of day to spend time with the Lord. Um, that's where the discipline factor comes in. That's where, um, you know, just commitment to the Lord comes in because He alone um, should be our first love, should be our first commitment. Um, for he loved us and sent his son to die for us. And die he did, and God raised him from the grave on the third day. Amen and amen. It's what we cling to, it's what we hold to. Um, you know, and so he's the most important thing. I, I pray that I would not be hypocritical in saying that. I'm not going to lie, this morning I didn't get up real early and spend time in the Word of God. Um, got up kind of late this morning. But uh, no Lord's mercy is new every morning. Um, 
and he desires that I, I spend time with him, set aside time of day to spend time with him. And the, the good thing about running the tractor, especially these new tractors, 8235R series John Deere, good thing about these is uh, boss man has a GPS on them and so I, it's already calibrated to the field dimensions and things along those lines and so I just click the GPS and it's on on track and I don't have to touch the wheel it drives for me so I can read I can eat some hot donuts I could probably start a campfire in here and roast some marshmallows if I wanted to but may not be a good idea I might burn the plastic and I might die you know but wouldn't that be a cool way to go out you know, instead of just COVID-19, like really? No, I'm just I'm just joking. But, anyways, without further ado, let us first get into the Word of God, get into the Scriptures today. We're going to be in First Peter, chapter one, verse thirteen, and the heading in my Bible. Um, I'm reading English Standard Version, ESV is called to be holy. So let's go ahead and read in 1 Peter um, verses 13 through 21. Okay. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as father, who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Man, there is a lot of stuff, not only in the whole Bible, but just, man, hearing this piece of Scripture. So, we're just going to go ahead and break it down verse by verse. Um, and no, no problem if you don't have your Bibles with you right now, if you're just listening while you're driving or doing something. Um, just follow along, pray that the Holy Spirit will um, engage your mind. Um, and just reveal the gospel to you. That's my goal, is to reveal the gospel to you, to reveal the truth of Scripture um, to you. So anyways, let's just go ahead and begin in verse 13, going back up here to the first. Therefore, preparing your minds for action. In Greek, that would be considered um, girding up the loins of your mind. So getting your mind ready for action. Getting your mind ready to just fight the battles of life fight the battles um that you go through as a christian and it says and being sober-minded 
Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So being sober-minded or being clear-minded, not having your mind filled with a bunch of junk or a bunch of things that are not having to do with Jesus Christ, with Him coming back, with um, you know just, just silliness of this world. No, being sober-minded. And you got you got to realize that Peter is talking to believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, so so what what's our hope as believers? You know, not not only the hope of eternal life by belief in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, but you know that when He is revealed, when He comes back, riding on the clouds, riding on a white horse. You know, that golly, that's going to be amazing when He comes back to get us, to bring us to heaven, to be with Him. You know, so that's what our hope should be on. That's what our focus should be on. That's what we should be looking forward to is because because it is coming. There is going to be a day when Jesus Christ is going to come back and get His followers. I'm going to defeat the devil and going to do all the amazing things and the powerful things and also the scary things um, that are going to happen in the end times. So anyways, next verse, verse 14, as obedient children, keyword obedient children, we are to be obeying what the Lord says. How do we know what the Lord says? You get in His Word. And it's not, it, it is the Ten Commandments. Yes. Obey those by all means. But obey also what Scripture says. What Jesus says. I mean, He uses the Ten Commandments. But, anyways, it says, Do not, that's a command, do not. It's not saying do, it's saying do not. Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. Okay, what does it mean to be conformed to something so just think about it with me, if you will. If you have a piece of Play-Doh, or a piece of clay, or whatever, and you have the assignment to make it look like, okay, this dog, okay, you're going to do all that you can to conform that clay to look as much as it can like that dog that's standing there, okay? You're going to, I mean, you're going to push on that clay, you're going to pull on that clay, you're going to do whatever you got to do to make it look like the dog. So that that's that's what all of us used to be, and I hope all of us are not remaining in sin, but all of us used to be conformed to sexual immorality, lust, anger, hatred, lying, cheating. We used to be conformed to that. We used to like to mold our lives around that sin. So the passions of your former ignorance, that's, that's just saying, I mean, we're ignorant to the things of God. We were ignorant like so some of us had no clue that what Christ had done for us and even though some of us didn't know some of us didn't even choose to receive that or acknowledge that you know we, we were just ignorant to the things of God you know just ignorant that all sin I mean apart that separates us from God and we are damned to hell without Christ's blood with Christ, without, without Christ's intervention within our lives. Going on in verse 15, it says, But as He who called you is holy. That's saying that 
God who called you is holy. He is holy, holy, holy. Called you is holy. You also be holy in all of your conduct. So when Christ Jesus saves you, when the Spirit of God comes and resides within your soul, within your being, within everything that you are, He desires that you be holy because you're to be like Him. Because He's holy. I hope that makes sense. Be holy in all of your conduct. Men, whether that be in the way that you think, in the way that you view women, in the way that you talk around your bros, women, the way that you view men, the way that you talk around your girlfriends, the way for, for both men and women, just, just in our conduct, in the way we handle ourselves, is it holy? A.K.A. is it honoring to God? Holy in all of your conduct. It doesn't just say a little bit of your conduct. It says in all of your conduct. Verse 16, since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. That's the Lord telling this to people. 17, and if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, impartially showing, I mean, showing no partiality. God shows no partiality. He doesn't say, okay, we have the homosexual over here and then we have the murderer over here. You know, I'm not going to judge the homosexual as hard, you know, because he didn't kill somebody. So, you know, he, he'll get off a little bit easier. No. He is impartial. There's no partiality in his judgments. He, homosexual and murder are both seen as sinners and sinners. You know, there is no sin above another. So, saying, we who call on him as Father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds. Once again, there's that word, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile. Wow. Conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile. With fear? Well, you say, well, God is not a scary God. He's not a God who would send me to hell. He's not a God who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. He's not a God who would be a mean God. He wants the best for me. There is two sides of fear that we should have. Fear of reverence and awe towards an almighty God and then literal fear you know that God can do things that we have no clue about that are beyond our minds if you recall the story of Ananias and Sapphira God struck them down dead yes they went to heaven but God struck them down dead because they were not obedient, because, you know, they they had done something dishonoring to the Lord. He struck them down dead. God is that powerful. I mean, it doesn't say like, oh, this and this and that. No, he struck them down dead. I mean, those are not the only people that he struck down dead within the scriptures. But do we fear God? Do, do we have, you know, it, 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 guys, we'll have to do another segment on this sometime, but do you fear the Lord? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's what Proverbs says. 
fear and reverence and awe that we are undeserving people of His grace distributed through Christ Jesus. But also fear, I mean, we got to be careful how we live. He does forgive you, but that shouldn't be an excuse to just go on sinning. Through your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways. Okay, I want to look at that phrase right there, futile ways and former ignorance. You know, what, what is sin? Sin is futile, you know, towards God. It's hatred towards God. And former ignorance is the same thing. I mean, you know, we're just ignorant. We we love to sin. We didn't. It wasn't nothing for us to sin. But it's just backing up a little bit. It says knowing. Keyword knowing. You can know that you're saved. Knowing that you were ransomed. Who ransomed you? Jesus. That's who ransomed us. From the futile ways inherited from your forefathers. So think about it. We're all related. We're all children of Adam. We're all born sinners. We're born into iniquity. We're born with sin in our souls. From just as our forefathers were. You know, Adam and Eve were perfect until they sinned. And then it goes on. Inherited from your forefathers, we are ransomed not with perishable things. So the word perish in Scripture means go to hell or to die or death, whatever. Not with perishable things. So what we are ransomed with is not something that's perishable, not something that's going to pass away. You know, not something that can be destroyed. But it's, okay, not with perishable things such as silver or gold. You know, silver and gold can pass away. Silver and gold can be lost. Silver and gold can be destroyed. But it says here, here is the good part. All scripture is good, but this is the good part. But, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without a blemish or spot, with the precious blood. His blood is precious think about that his blood is precious his blood shed for us on the cross undeserving Christ was guiltless and he died for a guilty people such as me such as all of you listening such as the whole world Christ Jesus died and shed his blood upon a sinner's cross his blood is precious. His blood alone is the only blood that satisfies the wrath of God. If I were to die, it would not satisfy God. If somewhere else, someone else were to die, it would not satisfy God. The thieves that were crucified beside Jesus, that blood did not satisfy God. Only Jesus Christ's blood satisfied God the Father. It compares Jesus to like his blood being shed, that it was like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. If you remember Old Testament law, when the priests had to sacrifice an animal for the sins of the people, that it had to be a perfect lamb. I mean, the first fruits of the flock, you know, the, the perfect lamb or the perfect bull or the perfect goat. You know, there was no deformity within the animal. Christ is being compared to a lamb 
an innocent lamb and that he was and that he remains without blemish or spot there is no sin within the savior no sin and his blood was shed talks about that he was foreknown in verse 20 he was foreknown so god knew before even creation before even the sun the moon and the stars and the oceans and mankind was made god had a plan to send a redeemer to redeem a sinful people He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest. So manifest means brought forth or brought to the light, if you will. In the last times, for the sake of you, for our sake. Golly, that's the mystery. That does not make sense, does it? That Jesus Christ, the Son of God, perfect, holy, righteous, fully God, fully man, who never sinned a day in his life. The Lamb of God died for our sake, was revealed. I mean, he was more than just a good man, more than just a good teacher, more than just a carpenter, more than just a Galilean, more than just Jesus of Nazareth. More. Golly. It says, for the sake of you who through him the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus, our believers in God. If you believe truly in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are a believer in God. And so, I mean, this is going through the gospel. Who are believers in God, who raised Him, Him being Jesus Christ, from the dead. Jesus Christ was dead, buried, and rose again by the power of God and gave Him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. God gave Jesus Christ glory. We do realize that Jesus Christ did everything to the glory of His Father. That death, that burial, and that resurrection is all glory to God. Full glory to God, not glory to man. Not glory to man but glory to God. Guys, if we could understand this and just dwell on this fact every single day, me included, change our lives. I pray that it would change us. I like how in verse 21, it ends with, so that the reason that God did all of this through Jesus, yes, is to get glory to himself and that the number one of purpose because he deserves all glory and he will get it even regardless if people acknowledge it but he did it so that our faith so that your faith talking to the believer talking to the reader that your faith and hope are in God listeners where is your faith is it in the fact that the spotless Son of God shed His precious blood for you, was buried and rose again by placing your faith and trust in Him, believing in the Lord Jesus, number one, turning from your sins and believing in the Lord Jesus? Is that where your faith is at? That He does save you when you do that, when you turn and repent to Him and call on Him? 
faith and faith alone in Christ. Not in yourself, but in Christ. Nor your hope, or is your hope in the fact that the revelation of Jesus Christ is coming again? The revelation of Jesus Christ. That He's going to come back again someday. I encourage you to check where you are. I will constantly check where I am with the Lord. Remain in the faith. Are you in the faith? Is your hope and your faith in a crucified Savior and in a risen Savior who are the same? Is it there? Or is it in how much money we make? How many likes? How many followers we have? Is my, is my hope in that or is it in how many listeners I have to this podcast? Where is it at? Where is it at? That's my question for you today. I believe it's the Lord's question for me and for you today. So that our hope and faith are in God. Not within ourselves. Not within ourselves. Well, thank you for listening to that segment on faith and hope in God. I pray that's where it is today. Thank you for tuning into that. Um, this is going to be the next segment, which I guess I could label as story time, but that's like we're in preschool or something. Like the teacher saying, gather around kids, it's time for story time. I mean, I don't want to be that way, but I mean, I don't really know anything else to call it. Story time with Lucas. That's that's just weird. But, you know, what, whatever, whatever. It's, it's just story time. We'll, we can tell funny stories. We can tell sad stories. We can just tell stories. All of these stories are true don't hold it against anyone that I tell the stories about because they're not necessarily all going to be about me. I can tell hunting stories. I can tell farming stories. I can tell prank stories. I can tell just life stories. Um, you know, because I've, I've been blessed to do a lot of things, been blessed to be in a lot of situations. Um, and I say that even for the bad situations that I've been in, that I've been in, not be in been in um just just thankful because the lord has taught me through a lot of those things um you know so i guess let me think well one story i could tell is about a couple of summers ago me my friend randall robertson my other, my other two friends, Bonner Wallace and Ty Cornelius, those two boys are cousins and they're crazy. Um, it rained a whole lot in Crosbyton and McAdoo area, like a whole, whole lot. I mean, enough that it filled up the ditches on either side. So there's standing water in the ditches. And I mean, it sat that way for a couple of days because we had so much rain. It was amazing. And... Um, one thing you ought to know is Bonner and Ty are redneck to the core. Redneck and crazy to the core. I love them guys to death. Oh man, they're hilarious. But, like I said, they're rednecks to the core and so they come up with the bright...
anyways they come up with the idea to get a four-wheeler to get a long rope that you would use you know to pull somebody while they're water skiing or wakeboarding on the lake and to get a wakeboard and a kneeboard as well and to hook it to the four-wheeler someone sit on the wakeboard kneeboard whatever to sit on that in the water to hold on to the rope and they would take off in the four-wheeler and pull you down the ditch needless to say it worked out <laughs> but it didn't always work out without any pain a lot of times they would take off so fast and would jerk you off the kneeboard and into the water the muddy water in the ditch but man we spent a whole afternoon doing that I mean just everybody would take a turn everybody would just get it some would fall it, it would just depend but golly it was loads of fun it was so awesome to be able to do that and hilarious got a bunch of videos of it but um yeah that was one of one of the funnest times I've had in my life just to be able to mess around and have a good time and you know just to have freedom you know we live in the greatest country in the world the United States of America just glad glad to be able to do that I mean there was nobody restricting us nobody saying oh you can't do that it's not a good idea it's unsafe yeah it was unsafe so what I mean why do women live longer than men you know, I'll let y'all figure that out or come to that conclusion for yourself. Um, but, you know, we, we had to push the limits. Had to push the limits. You know, and I'm still alive today after millions of stupid things that I've done. But, um, you know, anyways, well, that that is the story time, <laughs> story time segment, if you will. And um, that is the end of today's episode of Tractor Talk. I'm glad all of you have joined. All of you are listening. Thank you once again for listening and tuning in. And um, I will talk again, talk to all of you, Lord willing, on Monday. I'm going to take a break for the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And um, hope all of your weekends go well. Hope things run smoothly. And, um, you know, just keep in the Lord and keep from doing foolish things. <laughs> but with that being said, God bless over and out.